Welcome to Removing the Cape, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero capes and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Let me start by saying thank you. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Thank you for your congratulatory comments and DMs and uh, texts, everything in your subscription, sharing it with your friends. I am completely overwhelmed by the response that we've gotten from the first episode. So I hope that you continue to tune in, share with you know your friends and loved ones. And I am definitely going to do my best to bring you a great show each and every week. Um, so we'll get right into it. So last week, you know that it wasn't the show that I originally planned. Um, we moved some things around, but this segment is the one I originally wanted to open the show up with. It probably won't be as long as the previous episode, but it's a great introduction into, um, you know, the first step of removing our capes, you know? So uh, I want to talk about, of course, today's topic is I am a perfectionist. Now, if you're a perfectionist, raise your hand. You know, if you're in the car, in the gym, wherever you are, raise, raise your hand. It's okay. Admit it. I'm raising mine as I sit here at the mic because I am. And um, I've always thought that that was a good thing. And when people say, oh, you're a perfectionist, I kind of thought that was a compliment for most of my life. I think it honestly wasn't until the last year or so that I started to realize, hey, maybe that's not so cool. Maybe that is something I need to think about what the root of it is and where it comes from. And, you know, I just started doing some reflection on how I react to things and what's my motivation for certain things and even what keeps me from doing certain things. Because one of the challenges of being a perfectionist is getting stuck and being afraid to launch something or do something or take the next big step because we're afraid to fail. So I'm not you know, talking about this today from a place of arrival and, hey, here's how you overcome and here's how you do this. No, I'm speaking to you as someone who currently is a perfectionist. I recognize that it's not that great of a thing and I need to work on being better. Um, So one of the things that I read as I was preparing for the show. It's a great article found on thinkgrowprosper.com. And it's titled Overcoming Perfectionism. And um, I encourage you to really go to the website and check out the full article. There's a couple things I really just wanted to highlight here that impacted me and kind of caused me to start thinking a little bit. So I'm going to share them with you, and I I hope that it really, for my perfectionists out there, we're going to help each other, okay? So um, a segment from 
excerpt from the article reads this. It's taken me about five years, but I think I finally internalized this distinction at the level of my nervous system. Here are some ways perfectionism differs from striving from for excellence, inspired largely by Brene Brown's work in Daring Greatly. The first one is, perfectionism is fueled by external val validation, the desire to gain the approval of others. Striving for excellence is fueled by intrinsic motivation, the desire for self-improvement and motivational growth. Next, perfectionism is, perfectionism is rooted in the belief that I am good enough, I will be accepted and loved. Y'all heard that? I'm going to read that one again. Perfectionism is rooted in the belief that if I am good enough, I will be accepted and loved. Ouch. Okay. Striving for excellence is rooted in the belief that my accomplishments do not define me. I derive fulfillment from the process of pursuing what is meaningful to me. Oh, okay. Uh, we could probably end the show right here. <laughs> and then this one really hit home for me. The perfectionist views mistakes as personal defects. The striver for excellence views mistakes as opportunities to learn and try harder. That is one I definitely identify with. Now, I'm not going to read the entire article. Those are a couple of excerpts that I found from it. And again, I encourage you to check it out on thinkgrowprosper.com. It's a really wonderful article dedicated to all of us that are perfectionists. And the reason that I bring that up is because um, doing this podcast, doing what started out first as a blog and then now on the podcast, Something I've wanted to do for so long, but I never really fully trusted myself to do it because I'm a behind the scenes person. Um, my career has always been making things that are on the stage or in front of people look great. And I love doing that. I love doing marketing and planning events and, you know, brand development. I love that sort of thing because it allows my creativity to flourish. But then... It also allows me a place to hide, if I'm being honest. So um, doing something like this, it there's no place for me to hide. Um, you all hear me. Um, moment of truth, I hated listening to the first episode back. I cringed the entire time because I don't like hearing my own voice, even though I do voiceovers. I hate hearing my own voice because I feel like it's weird, but I've, I'm learning to pivot weird into um, distinct and unique. And I say all of that to say there was a time in my life where I wouldn't share any of this because it was important for me to have the perfect face, to present the person that isn't flawed present the person that has it all together and only let people see one side and not a complete look of me um the side that's all you know together and not one that's nervous or one that stumbles over her words or stutters or you know whatever it may be but if I show you my work or if I'm talking about work I can get in that zone and be great and I have no problems there but then when I step out of that lane, 
I get a little nervous. And I encourage all of my people who are perfectionists but have multiple talents and gifts to take this bit scary step with me. And I want to actually issue a challenge to you. Um, if you're on social media, follow us at Removing the Cape on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever your outlet of choice is. And I want you to either comment or DM me on the, you know, one of those accounts. Let me know what bit scary thing you're either afraid to do or you're currently doing that you're afraid to keep going. And we're going to take this scary challenge together. Okay. So I'm going to put out a podcast every week and I'm afraid to do it because it is something that makes me nervous. The perfectionist in me cannot control all aspects of this, but I don't want to be a perfectionist. I want to strive for excellence. So striving for excellence means I prepare the content. I make sure that it's edited well. I make sure that all the elements for the show are done well and is done in a consistent way. Like making sure my alarms are off before I go live on air. <laughs> but that I take care of, see the perfectionist in me. I just had a moment where I was like, oh, I got to edit this out. But I'm going to leave it in because I'm striving for excellence. Because the mistakes don't define me. It's a learning moment. I'll make sure my phone and my alarms are off. And I do not have issues when I get behind the mic. But it happens. So back to what I was saying. I want to, um, you know, we're going to be this accountability team together. We're going to remove the cape together to make sure that when we come together, we encourage each other and we say, hey, you can be honest right here and say whatever it is that you have to do in the real world, your regular life, that that is scary. That makes you nervous. Um, whatever it may be, if you're a school teacher, I know there's a lot of conversation right now going on with, you know, students going back to school in the fall for teachers, administrators, and even parents have a different side with that. Some want to go back and some are concerned and some are single working parents. I am not a parent, so it is a conversation that I am not directly involved in, but I see so many different sides of it. I understand that it brings a lot of concern on all sides and it brings another level of challenge to this already challenging situation that we're in and because of it so many people have had to become teachers or become um you know take up different careers because they may have gotten furloughed or laid off i understand that things are very different for us right now and a lot of us are entering new spaces and new times. So what I want this time for us to be is a place where we can be honest and say, hey, I want to lay all that down for a second. This is what I'm dealing with. This is a way I can lighten my load a little bit. But then when we leave, we can pick our capes back up because the reality is we do have to take care of those things in the real world. We do have to wear the titles, hats, whatever it may be. This isn't an, um, a way to completely 
get away from it because we do have to carry those responsibilities. But it is a way for us to find a community where we can connect and lean on each other a little bit, find a little encouragement. So um, I just want to share a little bit today about being a perfectionist. One way that I am working on being a perfectionist is through therapy. I mentioned it briefly in the first episode. And if you follow me on social media, you probably have seen me talk about it several times in different posts. July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm not an expert nor a therapist, but I am an advocate. I found my therapist through an online directory called therapyforblackgirls.com. This is not an ad. This is my real experience. Um, There's also one for a black man called therapyforblackmen.org. You can also go to psychologytoday.com. I'm sure there are several other databases or directories that can be useful, but I implore everyone to have a therapist, just as we should all have a primary care doctor. It doesn't have to be someone you talk to weekly, but whenever there's a need in your life, it's someone that you know you can talk to and you can call on. There isn't something wrong with you because you have a therapist or you go to therapy. We check on every part of our bodies, except our brains and our emotions. Let's not leave them out of the mix. We all know stress and other issues can show themselves physically and cause health challenges. As a perfectionist, one of the things we do is overthink every action and every decision we make. Sometimes we go so deeply into analyzing ourselves and what we do that our questions are no longer reasonable. My therapist has really helped me understand that the thought pro- that that thought press process isn't a normal one. She helps me see that I am holding myself up to unrealistic expectations, and that's what leads me to constantly overworking myself into into a cycle that leads to me just overdoing things and overworking myself and then being exhausted and then completing something but still not being happy with the results because I set an unrealistic expectation of myself. She also helps me dig deeper and understand the root cause of that desire to be perfect where I'm wanting I'm, I'm not really even happy with a result that happens because I wanted the, the end result to be a 20 and I got the 20. But by the time I got there, I questioned myself so much along the way that I can't even enjoy being at the 20 that I worked so hard to get at. So, um, you know, she helps me get through all of that and figure out that, hey, what I thought was the root cause of something or my real reason for why I wanted to achieve this goal or be so great at a thing has nothing to do with what the real issue is. Talking to your friends or family or even a spiritual leader or a pastor or whoever, that's all well and good. However, I recommend speaking with a trained, unbiased professional. Your information is protected the same way it is with a primary care doctor So no worries about them sharing your information publicly. HIPAA laws protect mental and physical health. Now I'm thinking about it. Maybe we should change the way it's categorized. And it should all be considered under the umbrella 
of physical health. Like we shouldn't separate mental and physical. And mental health should just be a specialization of physical health. Now I'm not saying change the training or what they're allowed to do. That's just my <laughs> marketing and branding mind that just kicked in. Perhaps it would help erase the stigma if it was just simply health. Maybe I should leave that one alone. You know, that's not my arena. But, you know, wording matters and how something is branded and put out there matters. So if we're just saying, oh, it's your health, be healthy and not mental health, then maybe people would be um, would feel less ashamed to seek a therapist. Whatever the case may be. I encourage you today to find a therapist, especially my fellow perfectionists out there. There doesn't have to be anything wrong with you for you to seek therapy. With COVID, there are many telehealth options available, and that may be best for you as your introduction to therapy. You can speak to someone from the comfort of your home, and it'll be just as you are FaceTiming them. You can talk to them via video chat. Also, ask someone how they are doing. Check in on them and wait for the real answer. Provide them with the safe space to tell you their truth. And when you are asked how you're doing, answer honestly. I know I often say I'm good or everything's great when it isn't. And I'm learning that it's okay to not be okay. We all experience it sometimes. Check in on each other, love each other, support each other. July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Let's be well. Our inspirational segment this week highlights one of my favorite, favorite people in the entire world. None other than Mrs. 44, Mrs. Michelle Obama. Um, our former first lady, and some of us call her our forever first lady. Love, love, love her so much. And since we're talking about being a perfectionist and seeking therapy, she um, in 2016 talked about therapy uh, for not just service members, but she was talking about it for the spouses and family members of those who have served in the military. And she talked about how sometimes they felt like they didn't need therapy or they didn't feel right seeking therapy because they weren't the ones that served directly in the military. And she made a point to encourage so many of them to seek therapy because, um, you know, Thinking that you could handle it yourselves or seeking help, you know, you thought that you were broken or something's wrong with you or that you were weak. But part of her quote, which I absolutely love and I want to leave with you today, she said, asking for help is always a sign of strength. And I leave that with you today. As a perfectionist, we always think we have it together. We always think, you know, I can do it. And if I don't do it, it's something wrong or broken with my system. So let me rethink my system and figure it out on my own. And I just want to let you know today, as I'm telling myself, asking for help is always a sign of strength. 
that's something that I'm learning. <laughs> I um, have learned it no more than where I currently am in my life. That's one of the um, huge lessons that, you know, my husband has helped, has helped and is helping me learn is asking for help. There's nothing wrong with it. And we're all put here on this earth to help it, help each other. No man is an island. So ask for help. It's a sign of strength. There's nothing wrong with you. You aren't weak or broken. Those are words from the wise Michelle Obama. You know, we can all gain inspiration from her. And the most famous quote that she left us with, when they go low, we go high. Now, sometimes that's challenging because sometimes I want to go even lower. Sometimes I have to forget that she said that. But, you know, um, I leave you with this this week, and I hope that it has been helpful for you, inspirational for you. Like I said, we are all in this journey together. I am not coming from a place of someone who has arrived. I am working and running this course and journey right now. I hope you join me. I hope you continue to come back every week. I hope that you subscribe, share it with your friends. And if you'd like to be a guest, email us at hello at removingthecape.com. I have an exciting guest next week that I will be interviewing. So I can't wait for you all to hear this segment. Um, It's going to be a great one. So make sure you check us out and stay tuned. We'll have new episodes each and every Thursday. Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cape. Check out our website at www.removingthecape.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile is a little brighter. See you next week.